It's Dealers of the Podcast again. I'm Michael K. And I'm Allison. So we didn't have a new episode on Friday because of me. Again, me and my ailments. First I had food poisoning and then eye issues. And that's not you making up an excuse for like some secret trip to England or something that you took. To England, like in an afternoon? Like a stalker trip, a stalker weekend trip to England. <laughs> I wish. But like, so if you read Delisted, then you know about my retina issues. So last year, Allison, you were my knight in shining um, sweats. Yeah. When you, when you took you over the it. site, because I had to get, so I had to get eye surgery yeah. after my left retina detached. So it detached because I'm really nearsighted. With, like without glasses and contacts, I can't see shit. I, and it's all a blur. It's Michael, like a Lindsay can- Lohan after, you know, her third bottle of wine. You know, I can't see anything. Yeah, that's. I'm pretty sure that was your doctor's diagnosis too. Yes. Like, Dina Lohan actually he said yes. Dina Lohan. So, Michael, what is a detached retina though? Because when you told me before, it was one of those things that was just so scary and weird to me. Well, your retina, you know what a retina is, right? It's um, like a... I don't even know what it looks like. Oh, God, we're going to sound so smart here. I don't even know what it looks like, but it 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 um it handles the light, I guess. And if you don't have it, you cannot see anything. So when my <gasps> retina detached, okay. it was black. I could not see. You can't see anything. It's okay. like someone. Yeah. Michael, is the is the retina the rods and cones? What the hell? <laughs> That's the only part of the eye I know is rods the and rods cones. The rods and cones. Uh, I have no clue, but let's say yes. That yeah, sounds okay. nice. So your rods so, and cones are all fucked up. Yeah, because I'm really nearsighted, and I have this thing called um, lattice degeneration. Now, it's pronounced lattice de- de- degeneration, but lattice French degeneration up, sounds much more. It's like Latrice's Royale's evil cousin. Yeah. <laughs> lattice. So it's that's basically a condition where you're... Um, where you have thin retinas. Right. So you're more prone to tears, detachments, etc. So anyways, I was down and out for a while after my surgery. And my eyes still ain't totally right. Like, I can see everything. Um, and it's a little blurry. I have to get cataract surgery later because a cataract is a complication of a retina detachment surgery. Some of oh. some retina detachment surgery. So I have to have that down the line but anyways i can't look at a computer screen for too long because my eyes you know get all strained that's why i don't write on the side as much and looking at pictures of like post malone that doesn't help no i think that like speeds up your degeneration by like 400 (laughs) percent. my latisse degeneration yeah (laughs) so anyway long story long my right eye which is my good eye was also at risk is at risk of detaching and it was lasered last year to prevent it and my doctor told me that if i ever see flashes or more floaters than usual to immediately come in so last week the day before we record i saw flashes in that eye and i freaked out so i went to the doctor and thankfully you know it was a false alarm a false floater alarm or false alarm (laughs) as some people call it so my yeah my retina is fine i still see a ton of floaters do you see floaters yeah, actually, I've got one. My one eye, um, this is going to, I'll make this a quick story. I don't often wear false eyelashes, but I wore them mm-hmm. re- kind of recently. And then like, fancy, glamour. 
I know. I'm like Latrice Royale's uh, uglier second no. cousin once removed. <laughs> just as pretty, just as gorgeous. Yeah. So I wore these false eyelashes and then like I always have a problem taking the glue out. The glue always gets stuck like into my eyes and stuff. I'm not yeah. good at it. And um, then like the next day I started seeing a floater in my left eye. And mm-hmm. now whenever I look into the daylight, sometimes this floater will appear. Yeah. And I'm always like, It should like, go away. It's, it's, it thinks it takes a long time. But yeah, I have tons of those. And like, to me, they look like sperm ghosts. Yes, yes, they are. Yeah. They're like haunted little sperms that fly in front of your eyes. Like, hi, remember me? Yeah, and I told my friend that. And he's like, so why aren't you constantly trying to lick your eye then? <laughs> he's, he's, he has a point. So enough of our eye trauma. Yeah. Onto a story that involves eye trauma. It's well, true. eye trauma of the past that Pete Davids is making fun of us. Us and our fucking segues. Anyways. That, that was a very good segue. I tried. Your so, Pulitzer's um, in the mail. Before Saturday Night Live's episode even aired this weekend, this past weekend, mm-hmm. Pete Davidson was getting attention for a joke he made during a promo. In the promo, Pete asked the musical guest, guest Maggie Rogers... Do you know who she is? Uh, no. She was a bit of a who to me. Yeah, I didn't know who she was either. If she wants to marry him. And she said no, to which he said, oh, for three. Uh, he was joking about, you know, Ariana Grande's, his failed engagement. So she got pissed and tweeted, for somebody who claims to have hate relevancy, you sure love clinging to it, huh? She also tweeted, thank you, next, which is the name of her new single. So mm-hmm. she released that um, song, thank you, next, all lowercase, by the way, which mm-hmm. her whole album is now all lowercase. This this album she put out, right? It's a style choice. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> so she released that song hours before SNL's episode. Um, she doesn't drag Pete in the song. She just she thanks her exes, including him. So anyway, so Pete was on Weekend Update, and at the end of his bit, he uh, he mentioned the breakup with Ariana, saying it's nobody's business. Uh huh. And that she's a wonderful, strong person, and he wishes her happiness. But it was weird because it's like, this is Saturday Night Live. This is not the Pete Davidson show. No, and also there's like way more, I don't know, it's just so weird. It's like there's way more famous people that have been on that show that like could, could it's a it's a breakup. It's a breakup of like four months. It just yeah. makes no sense to me why they would even address it. But they gave him some time. So yeah. that... um wasn't what got all the attention today. So during that same bit on Weekend Update, he was talking about the midterm elections, and he was joking about the looks of some of the candidates, mostly Republican, but he did make fun of Mr. Sandra Lee, that's Andrew Cuomo, who is running for governor again in New York. So, and Pete made fun of his own looks, but Mm -hmm. the joke that is getting all the attention is the one he made about Republican candidate Dan Crenshaw who is running for Congress in Texas. Uh, Dan is a veteran who wears an eye patch because he lost his eye in an IED blast during an attack in Afghanistan in 2012. So on SNL, Dan's picture popped up and Pete joked, This guy's kind of cool, Dan Crenshaw. Uh, (laughs) Oh, come on, man. (laughs) Hold on. Uh, You may be surprised to hear he's a congressional candidate from Texas and not a hitman in a porno movie. <laughs> I'm sorry, I know he lost his eye in, in war or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, that did it. So that brought the wrath of the GOP onto Pete Davidson. 
So yeah. many Republicans are demanding for Pete and SNL to apologize. Pete's own castmate, Kenan Thompson, said that uh, Pete missed the mark. And since his dad is a veteran, Kenan's dad, mm-hmm. it's not something he would joke about. Yeah. Uh, we should also mention that Pete's dad was a firefighter who died during 9-11. So Dan himself tweeted that he tries not to get offended, but SNL should recognize that the war wounds of veterans shouldn't be used as punchlines. He also told TMZ that Pete shouldn't apologize because he believes the country needs to get away from the culture of getting outraged over everything and demanding apologies. He also told Fox, dude's been on, he's been doing the media rounds. He's everywhere. That Pete and SNL should raise and donate money to vets. So let me ask you something, Allison. Okay. Do you think Dan Crenshaw looks like a hitman in a porn? Well, you know what? Maybe it's because I don't watch enough uh, murder for hire pornos. Yeah, that's not your kink. It's, you know what? It's really not. So I'm not obviously not the best person to speak on this. But if I were to watch a lot of, uh, you know, hitman pornos, I would say no, I don't think he does. Yeah, I agree. I you agree, because to me, it looks like a villain in like an episode of Heart to Heart. <gasps> yes, or yeah, to, I don't see hit porn hitman at all. No, to me, what he looks like is um, he looks like a dad, a sitcom dad who lost his eye in like an unfortunate beer capping accident, like somebody who makes his own beer in his garage, and then one of the caps went rogue and like you know hit him in the face. That's what he looks like to me. He does not look like a porn star though. No, and he, I googled. Because I'm a journalist, mm-hmm. hitman in a porno, and all I got were like fan made porn pics of the characters from Hitman the video game. Oh, you know Hitman the video game? I love that video game. It's like the only video game I play. And he, there were all these characters doing it. So, P, educate no. yourself, please. Yeah, I think that like there to me, like I th- I know that people really kind of people really got upset that they Pete came for a veteran. That was like the main thing. Yes. And to me, I... And making, they felt like making fun of, you know, a war wound, you know. Exactly. Like an injury that you sustained, like a legitimately shitty way to lose your eye. But I don't know. I think... Well, is there a great way to lose your eye? I don't know. Getting poked (laughs) at by a dick or something. I don't know. That's That's probably a great way to Touche. (laughs) Touche. No. But what I was going to say is like, there are many other ways you could make fun of Dan Crenshaw besides his eye like the fact that dan crenshaw is he's from texas but he looks like his favorite barbecue meat is a well-done hot dog that go after that yeah and i'm like i'm surprised that dan crenshaw didn't hit back with i'd rather have one normal eye than two butthole eyes oh no (laughs) yeah remember so a few months ago oh yeah ariana grande got mad because barstool sports asked in a tweet if Pete Davidson has butthole eyes. And she hit back by saying, do, do you realize you're making fun of someone with an autoimmune disease? So it's kind of the, I mean, the it's an same eye for thing. an eye. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was, Ooh. that was good. But this good is time. not a good thing for anyone because <laughs> this is the first time in months that Pete has talked about something other than Ariana Grande. So now that he's stepped in it, he's going to go back to talking about how he used to fuck Ariana Grande. Like, that's all we're going to hear again. Yeah. He's going to do five minutes on Weekend Update about how much he misses his old apartment. And also, the people who are mad 
a lot of them, well, some of them voted for Trump, who made fun of a war hero who was captured and also made fun of a disabled reporter. So things that make you go, hmm. Mm -hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> so, Michael, we're going to move on from one person pissing off a bunch of people to another person pissing off a bunch of people. And this one is Rebel Wilson. So Rebel Wilson has a new movie coming out called Isn't It Romantic, which is a it's a romantic comedy about Rebel that Wilson. That Amy Schumer passed on, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. <laughs> so yeah. Rebel Wilson hits her. Actually, this sounds a lot like uh, Amy Schumer's last romantic comedy that she did. I feel pretty. Which again. Yeah. Oh, isn't it romantic? Yeah. So these are yeah, it should does. all be all be passed on. But anyway, so Rebel Wilson, her character, hits her head in a subway and then she wakes up in a, like a perfect romantic comedy world. It's very uh Disney's enchanted. But that's besides straight the point. to str straight to freeform or whatever. Yeah, straight they're... straight to red box, straight to yeah. a broken red box outside of a Walmart. So Rebel Wilson is not a skinny woman. That's the best way I can say it. As as a woman who is not a skinny woman, that's how I would probably describe myself. So she was um she was promoting the movie on Ellen and she claimed that she was the first plus-sized woman to play the lead in a romantic comedy. And the only problem is there are some people out there who weren't born six seconds ago and can remember many romantic comedies starring plus-size actresses like Queen Latifah in Last Holiday or Queen Latifah in Just Right or Monique in Fat Girls. So Ricky Lake. Ricky Lake in Mrs. Winterborn. Yeah. Or I mean, Ricky you can say Hairspray, but Mrs. Winterborn is a romantic comedy. For sure. Gwyneth Paltrow in Shallow Hal, oh. which she bravely wore a fat suit. Let's quite, not forget her. Quite possibly the most prolific of our plus-size actresses. Yes. Of course. So people started calling Rebel out on Twitter, including Monique, who she's got the time. So, of course, she would. Um and she actually referred to Rebel. Got the time. She's doing aerobics on Instagram, Allison. <laughs> well, she needs to take breaks, Michael. She doesn't want to die of a aerobics-induced heart attack. Yeah, so she went from dragging barbells to dragging Rebel, Rebel Wilson, which I approve of. Exactly. Well, she also did it kind of in like that way that Monique is kind of... Oh, look, I yeah, love, like... I love Monique, but it's oh, like... Oh, love. Oh, oh yeah, my hello, sweet my love. love. Yeah, so yeah. she referred to Rebel as my sweet sister, and it's like... Girl, you don't consider her a sister, but anyways. So she asked her to, basically Monique asked Rebel to recognize that there are other plus-size women who have existed in, you know, the rom-com world before and have starred. Um, Rebel's argument was, you know, she's trying to say, well, we we don't technically know if they were considered plus-size at the time of filming. Let's we line them up and put them on a scale. Yeah, a giant scale. <laughs> so, um, of course, everybody was like, well, you're an idiot. There's no, like, gray area here. It's either an actress's plus size or they're not. And they were either starring in the movie or they weren't. And Rebel Wilson didn't like all this truth. And so she started blocking people left and right. And then the hashtag Rebel Wilson blocked me started trending on Twitter. And, um, and now there's, like, just a bunch of people kind of celebrating the fact that, um, Rebel Wilson didn't really want to engage in a dialogue, or maybe she kind of ran out of too many, you know, saying "Hey, girl" and "Hey, honey," because all of her responses were kind of yeah, the same, with, the same yeah. sort of Monique shadiness. Where it's like, "Well, hey, girl, I'm trying to recognize everyone. Hey, honey, thanks for the point." And like she tried to 
keep people moving on, right? Didn't she just say, okay, okay, I forgot what she said, but she tweeted, I think, something to Monique, like, you know, we're all in this together sort of thing. Yeah, like, we're all playing for the same team, so let's all, you know, let's try to lift each other up, then pushing each other down, and it's kind of I like, mean, she's oh. the one, that's the thing, like, nobody told her that unless you're Shauna San and talking about how you were the first human woman to make God cry with her beauty, you do not say that you're the first of anything. Like, no. you're just setting yourself up to be corrected. Do not say it. No, you just say, like, I am excited One of the to first. do this. Yeah, or right. if you want to, you know, if you want to build build up your ego, then say one of the first, which is still not true. No. But <laughs> Well, also, of all the things to say, like, she could have said, I am the first Rebel Wilson that is starring a movie with one of the hotter Hemsworth brothers, that would be true. And one no one of the would debate hotter, that. Who is it? Liam? It's a oh, Liam. Chris is hotter than Liam. Oh, you said one of the hotter. One of the hotter. There's the third Hemsworth so brother. So there's two hot ones is what you're I, saying. I think personally the third Hemsworth brother is very handsome. But I understand that not everybody thinks that. But Rebel shouldn't be pissing anyone off because now who's going to buy her overpriced clothes at Dillard's? You know her dresses are over $100? What? That's... Yes. From her clothing line at Dillard's? Like... Who does she think she is? Jacqueline Smith for Kmart? Yeah. Like, that's more of a crime than that. Isn't it rom? What is it called, her movie? Isn't, isn't it, it romantic? Rom yeah, that's more of a crime than that. Yeah, isn't it overpriced? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, two for two. <laughs> so, let, yeah, let's go for a three for three. Yeah. So, the son says that the queen has invited Duchess Meghan's mom, Doria Ragland, to Sandringham. Sandringham, that's how you say it, I guess. Very easy which to say. One of her country estates for Christmas times. Mm -hmm. Doria still lives in LA and has visited Meghan once, I believe, since the royal wedding in May. Mm -hmm. So this move is a scandal because the Queen has never given an invitation like that to Duchess Kate's family. Ooh. The Middletons have been invited to Christmas morning church service, but have never been invited to stay at, like, at the estate for Christmas time. Well, church, church doesn't count. Church sucks. So the Queen and Meghan are real close, and a source told the Daily Express that it's a mark of the Queen's respect for Meghan and an, an acknowledgement that she doesn't have any other relatives in this country. Unlike Kate... <laughs> with the support of a very close family. Um, forget about any other relatives in this country. Duchess Megan, Duchess Megan basically doesn't have any other relatives in her life, like that she's chosen to have in her life. And then yeah. so what, what kind of stunts are Megan's dad, Thomas, and his her evil half-sister, Samantha, going to pull? Well, I think that Thomas and Samantha have already they've already taken the first step and they've legally both changed their name to doria ragland and i think samantha's probably going to learn photoshop to make a counterfeit christmas dinner invitation mm -hmm. that she can present to the guard and say well here's my invitation and here's my id and my name is doria ragland so where's the figgy pudding yeah they're gonna do what'd you call me <laughs> yeah they're gonna do that but, um, or Thomas is going to dress up like Santa and Samantha is going to dress up like an elf and they're going to crash it. They <laughs> don't really have to wear any costumes. But, um, I already hate myself for not being born as Meghan Markle. And now my mom is going to hate me for not being born as Meghan Markle because if I was, that'd make her Doria Raglan and then she'd be able to get drunk with the queen on Jesus's birthday. You fucked up, Michael. 
exactly. But if I was Megan, I wouldn't want my mom there on Christmas because it'd be really weird for my mom to be there while I roast Prince Harry's chestnuts on my open bee hole under the mistletoe. That's how the that's how the mistletoe works, right? I think that's from that Bing Crosby song. Oh yes, my favorite one. This is where we go through five stories quickly. Esque, starting with uh, the Spice Girls reunion. So what f- felt like a zillion years, at least, of Scary Spice saying there's going to be a major. Spice Girls reunion with Posh Spice. Mm-hmm. They announced that they're reuniting for a stadium tour next year. The bad news is that they've only announced six dates so far in the UK. Yeah. And the worst news is that Posh isn't doing it because of her fashion line. But she said in a statement that she wishes them love and knows they will put on an amazing show. I think I think Posh Spice believes herself when she says that. Like, you know, Guys, have a great time. I'm not going to be there, so I'm having a great time, too. Do you do you want to see a Spice Girls show without Posh? No, and I'll say this. Yeah. So I'm, I, Posh is my favorite. Me, and too. Yeah, she's the best. So people want to see her. She's obviously not going to show up. So my recommendation is whoever is putting on this show, whatever, like, tour company is doing it, they should just build a giant pointing hand like a 20 foot tall pointing hand that they keep on stage and that will just it doesn't sing nothing comes out of it it's just pointing you uh, know no, with that's, like the, the pinky finger and the that pointer and the thumb that wouldn't work for me that's too much performing because like when i saw it she doesn't move she i don't think she even pointed honestly she doesn't even bother lip syncing with the words like i want to pay good money to see posh do the least yeah, like just sit, so damn David Beckham for being so rich, so she doesn't need the check. But but at least this means that Scary Spice can shut the hell up about a Spice Girls reunion she until still like won't. until twenty twenty when they need a check again. Yeah, she still won't. Every after every show, she's gonna be like, "It's not too late, Posh. Give me a call." So on to babies or babies baby names mm-hmm. specifically. So recently, Hillary Duff. Kenya Moore of Real Housewives of Atlanta and Josh Brolin's wife, Catherine Boyd, all had babies. Mm-hmm. So Hillary and her man, Matthew Coma, named their daughter Banks Violet Bear. Banks, Banks Violet, say that three times, Banks yeah. Violet Bear. Bear is Matthew Coma's real last name. Yeah. Uh, Kenya and her husband, Mark Daly, named their daughter Brooklyn Doris Daly <laughs> after the city they met and her late grandma. And Josh and Catherine named their daughter Westland Rain Brolin. You know, Banks, Brooklyn, and Westland, that's like a girl rap group. BBW. BBW. Someone signed them. Island. You don't have Iggy Azalea anymore. You don't have Iggy Azalea anymore, so get much more talented probably, even at this age. Exactly. Michael, out of these three baby names, what is the one that you find? Which one would I not want? What, mm, yeah, which one would you not want or which one would you pick? Okay, I probably would pick Brooklyn Doris. The yeah. one I would not want, which is we're probably going to agree on this, is Westland Rain. Oh, yeah, we're in total agreement on that. <laughs> it's like it's like a game. It's like a Game of Thrones character who wears Uggs and asks to speak to the manager at the Starbucks in Westeros when her pump gets sliced 
pumpkin spice latte order gets fucked up. Oh, see, you have a very different take on this than I do. What's so, your take? Um, I'm from the country. So to me, Westland Rain Brolin sounds like a ranch supply store. And when you add on... because Is it a nice ranch supply store? Is there such a thing? Oh, hell no. It's like full of guys in coveralls that are like, you know, covered Ooh, in Oh, that mud. sounds like my kind of place. Yeah. Sign me up. Where, where, where is this <laughs> Where's again? the address? But when you, so Josh Brolin is like, her nickname is going to be Bean. And when you tack on beans to the end of it, to me, it sounds like what's on sale this week at Westland Rain. So it's like eight ounce can bag beans, 79 cents each, only at your local Westland Rain. And to me, it sounds like they basically hate her. Yeah. <laughs> so Alec Baldwin was arrested last week for allegedly punching a man during a fight over a parking spot in New York City. Alec had a friend saving the spot for him, and that that man, the one he punched, or allegedly punched, <laughs> apparently just took the spot. So the man was taken to the hospital, and Alec was arrested on misdemeanor assault and harassment charges. Alec denies it, and TMZ says that Alec didn't punch the guy, but he slapped him, which could result in lesser charges or nothing at all. Yeah, because, you know, it's just a slap. Yeah, but what is the point... The question here is, what is the point of being that rich if you need to fight for a parking spot? Yeah, Alec Baldwin had his friend standing in the spot. That is Was so- it Hilaria Baldwin doing a yoga pose? <laughs> no, because she Not wouldn't have surprising. let anyone driven in. She'd been yeah. like, I need all this space. But yeah, see- that's who he needed to do it. Yeah. So, Michael, this is why I'm afraid to visit New York. I've never been to New York before in my whole life. Mm-hmm. And... It's, it's not because I'm afraid of the crime or the garbage or the possibility of getting food poisoning at the Olive Garden in Times Square. It's running into Alec Baldwin in any capacity. Yeah, and even if you just look at him, you don't even have to look at him wrong. Just look at him. You don't even have to look at him, girl. He'll punch you. Yep. If you just walk by. And that's the thing. You he's know just what? slapping people yeah. as they walk by. It's not worth it for me. No, it's not. And, you know, I'm sure for some people that's right up there getting like a photo with, you know, Times Square Elmo or Times Square uh, Superman. So Ariana Grande's social media mogul brother, Frankie Grande, told Us Weekly at Bette Midler's Halloween party that he's in a thruple with a married couple uh, named Daniel and Mike. They exist because he posted pictures of them. Um, They've been together for three months. And Frankie says the best part about it is the dick. And then he said that Mike and Daniel are very smart. But are they very smart? Yeah. I'm like, Frankie Grande, what is your, what kind of test are you giving them to test their intelligence here? (laughs) Like, whenever I thought about Frankie Grande having a boyfriend, I, and let's just say Frankie Grande the obviously more famous of the Grande siblings. Yeah, um, who's the other one even? Yeah, I think she has a ponytail or something. She dated that guy with the eyes. Um, but when I thought about Frankie Grande and a boyfriend, I kind of always thought, uh, I would feel bad for that guy because Frankie Grande is obnoxious. But now this makes me feel bad for two guys. But on the upside, they can save money by buying earplugs in bulk from Costco. So it's kind of a smart idea. That's true. And being in a thruple is great for Frankie because he's got two people who have to listen to him talk about himself and mention how he's Ariana Grande's brother over and over again. And what I can't believe is that that there's two people in this world who want to fuck Frankie Grande. But, you know, that's more than I can say for myself. So congratulations, Frankie. Yeah. So last year, Pringles did Thanksgiving dinner flavor chips as a promo stunt. They did flavors like turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, 
green bean casserole, cream corn, mac and cheese, and pumpkin pie. Those chips weren't available to buy. It was just like a promo thing. What but you cheese. can buy them this year. So for a limited time, they're selling chips that are flavored like turkey, stuffing, and pumpkin pie. The set of three is $15 fucking dollars. Uh, worth it. I would buy it. I would spend all my stupid money on that. I'd be that dummy that goes in and buys Just that. burn it. I know. It would be a... Well, I was going to say flush it down the toilet, but I'm like, I'm going to be on the toilet any if I, anyway if I buy all those Pringles and eat them. But to me, Michael... Okay, I love Thanksgiving dinner. It's my favorite meal. If I was on death row, I'd pick Thanksgiving dinner. But for me, it's not authentic unless there's like a fourth canister where it's just Pringles that are dusted with Ambien that you eat and then you fall asleep like within 20 minutes that to me is the thanksgiving experience yeah you should pitch that that's the fourth then they can make it 25 (laughs) dollars. yep but like so my sister is probably going to make vegan turkey this year okay so while i eat that lump of sadness i'm going to feel not so bad as i think of someone whose thanksgiving dinner is going to be three cans of thanksgiving pringles actually that that sounds i'm probably gonna be jealous of that that sounds this episode on the afternoon of November 5th, and it'll come out on the morning of November 6th. So by the time this episode comes out, by the time you're listening to it, the world will know which famous guy's publicist hustled the hardest and made People Magazine a deal they couldn't refuse. People's Sexiest Man Alive 2018 will be announced on The Tonight Show tonight. So before it's announced... Mm -hmm. Allison and I are going to make our prediction. So we're going to say who we think people went with, and then we're going to choose who we would go with if we were the editor of People. Michael and I are channeling our best um, Miss Cleo's and Sylvia Brown's, and we're going definitely going to get this right. Yeah. So just to recap, the last five sexiest men alive have been Blake Shelton, The okay. Rock, David Beckham, Chris Hemsworth, and Adam Levine. Bradley Cooper, Channing Tatum, and Ryan Reynolds have been named team, have been sexiest man alive too. So basically every white guy with muscles, yes. white famous guy. So you go first, your prediction. Okay. So my prediction for who I think it's going to be is, and if I had money, I would probably bet on this. So Aquaman comes out next month and that's mm-hmm. going to be like a huge superhero movie. So obviously a publicist wants to, you know, get some publicity. So my guess is Jason Momoa. You're probably going to be right. I hope I'm right. Yeah, I'm that's gonna... not that's not a bad pick. That is a yeah. good pick because he is sexy. He's very sexy, and he's a man, and he's alive. Yeah. So it all works out. Fits the criteria. So, Michael, who do you think it's going to be? So the only white guy left on The Voice that I know of is who hasn't been sexiest man alive is Carson Daly, and right. he's probably not going to get it. Poor Carson. <laughs> so I'm going to say someone who is going to be on The Voice soon. Uh, John Legend. Mm. He's going to be on The Voice, so he he's in with NBC, and I think People Magazine and NBC kind of work together on this. Yeah, he's got a Christmas album to promote, and Chrissy Teigen will tweet about it at least ten million times, so people will get that free promo. Exactly. So, so John Legend and Jason Momoa, you heard it here first. Yes, and John Legend's kind of sexy. I can see them saying he's sexy. Yeah. Your So your choice, if you were the editor. 
Okay, so if I was the editor, no offense to Jason Momoa, but he would not be my pick. Okay. My choice for sexiest man alive would be Tom Hanks with a mustache. So not just Tom Hanks, but you know how sometimes you like see pictures of Tom current Hanks? Current day Tom Hanks? Current day Tom Hanks. And sometimes current day Tom Hanks lets his facial hair grow in and he has a mustache. And that would be who I would nominate for it. No mustache, no cover. I was going to ask you what thoughts go through your head when you see Tom Hanks with a mustache. But Ooh, you don't want to know. Maybe I do. But that's for our <laughs> Do Listen After Dark yeah. podcast. Which is actually ever because I talk about me fucking all the time. Yeah, so what the hell would well. Do Listen After Dark would be like really illegal. Yeah. Okay, so my choice. This is where, so I normally say like Prince Harry, Adrian Brody, you know, Carrot right. Top, whoever else I thirst over. But I, I was going to say Carl Reiner. Because his hate of Trump, you know, takes me higher. But I'm going to say uh, Andrew Hsu, who played (gasps) Billy on Melrose Place in the 90s. And yes, for 2018, not 1998, I know what I'm talking about. He should have been Sexiest Man Alive then. So I think that they owe it to him by giving it to him now. But I I have my reasons. So, uh Oh my god, and he was so beautiful then, like a beautiful piece of cardboard. He's still beautiful now. Like though. so gorgeous, no personality. Like yeah. just just how I like him. So Andrew Shu was in Merrill's place, which is hot. Mm-hmm. He was a soccer player, which is hot. Yeah. He's Elizabeth Shu's brother, which is extra Very hot. hot. He runs the uh, problematic mom site, Cafe Mom, which he is hot. He does? Yeah, he 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 like started Cafe Mom. Oh my god, so he also has internet money too. Yes, so he's married to Amy Robach and speaking of money, the internet tells me his net worth is 150 million. What? So just hot after hot after hot after hot. Oh my hot. god. If I could and- roll my Rs, this is where I would be like rolling my arms and doing like that cat sound. <laughs> but I can't do try it. Try it. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you sound like a broken vacuum. <laughs> but so I'm so I was complaining about people choosing white guys with muscles and mm-hmm. who do I choose? White guy with muscles. But it's Andrew and Shoe. And with a giant bank account. Yeah. So there we go. So there's our picks and our predictions. And we'll know tonight, I guess. Yeah, if we voting care, day if what? we care enough if we care a vote exactly. So that ends this episode. And again, if you want to send us any feedback if you want to, we're still doing our segment, Shit Advice. We just have, well, we're just getting serious questions and we like, we don't have the capacity to yeah. handle that. So if you've got some fluffy, stupid, fun questions that um, you have for us and you want some advice, you can email us at DTP at DLista.com, mm-hmm. DTP at DLista.com. And that ends this show. So goodbye. See you later.